I pray today that the Lord's wonderful presence will touch your life and that you'll draw closer to Him. I'm teaching today on worship, worship in the Spirit. And wonderful Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you're going to show us. To you be all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Bless your people today, Lord, with your wonderful presence. I give you all the praise. And today I have a sense I'm going to pray for the sick at the end, so stay with me so the Lord will touch you if you're in, in need of a healing. Man's highest glory is to worship. We were created for fellowship with the Lord, and worship is the greatest expression of our fellowship with God. So think about this. We were created to fellowship with, with the Lord, but worship is the greatest expression of our fellowship. So all the exercises of the Christian life, like prayer, like love, like faith, like surrender, like obedience, they really come together in worship. Because when we worship Him, we are praying. When we worship Him, we love Him. When we worship Him, our faith is in Him. When we worship Him, we are surrendering. When we worship, we are obedient. So we present our whole being to the Lord only when we worship. You and I present our entire being to the Lord when we worship. And... Uh, truest and fullest approach to the Lord happens in worship. I want to repeat that. The truest and the fullest approach to the Lord happens when we worship. So worship is our highest destiny. Worship brings us to that place where God wants us in. Our, our highest destiny is worship. Oh, I love these songs I'm playing here on my phone. Now, what does it mean to worship in the spirit? The Lord created the soul as the seat of our personality, of our consciousness. So our soul is linked through our body to the visible world. And the soul is connected to the divine, to the Lord, through our spirit. And the soul then has to decide, am I going to yield to the Holy Spirit who is in my spirit and be able to worship in the spirit? Or am I going to yield to the body and then give myself to the things of this, of this world or the flesh? So that's our decision every day. Every day we decide, am I going to yield today to the Spirit of the Lord who lives in my spirit so I can worship Him and love Him and serve Him and obey Him and follow Him? Or am I going to yield to my body and end up being subject to the part of the flesh and the world. Now, 
we, we, we have to understand that at the fall of, of, of Adam, his soul refused the rule of the Spirit. That's why the fall came, because he refused to be ruled by the Spirit. And what happens is he became a slave to his body. He became a slave to the flesh. And his spirit lost its, its, its true identity and its, its place to rule, its destined place to rule. And his spirit became a dormant power, a struggling captive, basically. His spirit now, rather than ruling, was now being ruled by the surroundings of, of Adam. So since then, because of that, since then, man has been called the natural man, the natural man the soulish man. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. I love this song, Breathe Upon Me, Breath of God. Oh, I love that. And that's what I'm praying will happen today in all of our lives, that God's Holy Spirit would breathe afresh upon us. And we would turn to the Lord with all our hearts and love him. In 1 Corinthians 2.14 it says, The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God because of foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. So because the soul chose the body with the fall of Adam. And when, when people today choose in their personality, in their soul chooses the body, and all its attributes, now they begin to really belong to the flesh and they come under the power of the flesh. Now listen, a lot of the worship today is really flesh. Because, because, the Bible says very clearly there is spiritual wisdom and worldly wisdom. So it's possible to be wise in both worlds and sometimes people cannot tell the difference. Because in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, it talks about worldly wisdom. That's in 1 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13. Worldly wisdom. But then when you read Colossians 1, 9, there is the wisdom of God, the wisdom of the Spirit. I'd like to read Colossians for you because we have to understand there are two worlds we are living in. We, we can submit to either. So for this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do, do not cease to pray for you, Paul says to the church, to desire that you might be filled with all the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Well, the same thing also can, 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 can happen when, when people serve the Lord or they think they're serving the Lord because sometimes when they're serving and they believe it's the Lord, they're serving really in the flesh. But it's, we cannot serve God in the flesh, only by the Spirit. In, in Philippians 3.3, 3, Paul talks about serving God in the Spirit, he says, in the Spirit. 
And, and so, he, you know, again, there's two worlds we, we, we are living in. He says, we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus, have no confidence in the flesh. So here, here we see it's possible to serve God in the, in the flesh and the spirit. In Galatians 6, 13, it talks about how people serve in the flesh, in the flesh. So in verse 13, he says, for neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law, but they desire to have you circumcised that they may glory in your flesh. So it's possible to, to be in, two, in these two different worlds. And every day we make that decision, which world will I submit to? And there is also a spiritual mind or a, a worldly mind. We submit to either every day. But God wants us to submit to the mind of the spirit. Colossians 1.19 talks about the mind of the spirit that we need to sub submit to every day. And I will get now to worship because how do we worship in the spirit? Now let's also talk about these other, other things that are important. That it's, it's possible to have, to have worldly wisdom and it looks like it's spiritual. It's, it's, it's possible to serve in the, in the flesh and think it's the spirit. And it's possible now to also have a a spiritual mind will say you have it, but it's really in the, in the, in the flesh. So Colossians 1.9 says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do, do not cease to pray for you, to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That's, that's the mind. But then Colossians 2, verse 18, talks about that the flesh can actually, you know, imitate all that. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, including in those things which he has, he has seen, vainly puffed up by its fleshly mind, a mind of the flesh. But it looks right. It looks, it looks okay. Now, worship. There is worship in the spirit and worship in the flesh. Worship in the flesh is mentioned right here in, in Colossians 2, 18 through 23. Because what it says in 23 is, which things have indeed a show of wisdom in all worship and humility and neglecting of the body, but not in any honor to the satisfaction. Why? Not in any honor because it, all it is doing is satisfying the flesh. So that is worship in the flesh only satisfies the flesh. Worship in the spirit is what Jesus talked about in John 4. And verse 24, he says, the Father who is spirit seeks those who worship him in spirit and truth. So, when God gave you that new spirit, that's when worship really was possible to happen. And it happens because of the word of God in your spirit, man. You cannot worship properly till the word of God is in your spirit, man. And then you begin to worship. And I want to say something, something else that I said a few days ago. We enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. It's, it's, it's possible to, to thank the Lord and praise the Lord without revelation. 
But worship demands revelation because worship has to do with God's holiness. That's why they cry, holy, holy, holy in heaven. Because holiness, once revealed to you and to me, we're able to worship. But you cannot know what holiness is without revelation. You know, I can tell what goodness is by just looking at the goodness in the world. Because we thank the Lord for His goodness. We praise Him for His greatness. We worship Him for His holiness. So I can thank the Lord because I see goodness all around me. I can praise the Lord because I see greatness too in creation and much more. But there's no parallel to holiness on earth. And since there's no holiness on earth, I have got to know God to know it. You cannot worship without knowing holiness. I can thank Him by knowing goodness. I can praise Him by knowing greatness. Because God is good and God is great and it's in His creation. But I cannot worship Him without knowing Him. Because He is holy. And when I come to that place where I'm really worshiping God, in Psalm 95 and verse 6, it says, Come, let us bow down. You have to separate yourselves from the world then. Because it says, Come, come to the world. Come, bow down. Worship the Lord. He is our God. He is our maker. We are His people. The sheep of His pasture. The work of His hand. And then it says, Today, if you hear His voice. So, it's impossible to hear the voice of God without worship. Worship not only reveals His holiness and reveals Him, it also allows us to hear His voice. And Jesus said, only my sheep hear my voice. So only His sheep can really worship. And worship is the result of the Word. Because only the Word reveals holiness to us. Look, creation reveals goodness and greatness. The word reveals holiness. Please hear that. I can find the goodness of God and the greatness of God just through his creation. But his holiness only through revelation of his word. That he reveals it. And when he reveals it, I worship him. So only people of the word can worship. So... All worshipers are not true worshipers because there's a lot of worship in the flesh like I just showed you earlier. Yeah, they're honest. Uh, their mind is occupied with it. It's a song service. It's not real worship. But they're honest people. Their mind is really occupied with it. Their feelings are deeply moved by it. But it's not true. It's not truth. I was watching, I was watching when the Queen of England passed away, hearing the great hymns that she loved at Westminster. And I was so touched by the beauty of the hymns. Now, I am worshiping, watching all this, with my hands lifted, thanking the Lord. And I looked at the faces of the people in that beautiful place, Westminster Cathedral. And hardly any of them were moved. They were just staring, reading the hymns, singing the hymns. And I'm sure you know, among them, a lot of people were worshiping. I know that. 
The Archbishop of Canterbury moved me tremendously. That man really knows the Lord, I'll tell you. And, all, and, the, and some of the others on the platform really, I believe, are people who walk with God. But you see, the, the, the majority of the people in, the, in that beautiful meeting, they were honest, they were focused and occupied on what they were saying, they were, fe they were feeling it, they were deeply moved, I'm sure. But it's not truth. Because truth comes from the Word of God in your being. And truth means it is Christ-given. It's given by the Holy Spirit because really it's His worship. Please pay attention to what I'm telling you. Okay, look, look at Psalm 22. If you missed what I just said, I'll explain it. In Psalm 22, and verse 22, the psalmist writes, and this is really the Lord speaking, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the congregation. I will praise you. So who's really worshiping in us? The Lord. So truth means it is Christ given. Holy Spirit breathed worship. All we become are vessels that God uses in worship. So it's the Holy Spirit worshiping through us. It's frankly Jesus worshiping the Father through us because he says so in the Psalms. Psalm 22, 22. I will declare your name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation, I will sing praise to you. And that word praise, by the way, here is worship. It means worship. So it is his worship through us. And then I, I read Hebrews 2. Let's go to Hebrews 2. And let's look at verse 11. And I'm, I'm sensing some of you are going to get healed within the next few minutes. Hebrews 2, 11. For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the church will I sing praise unto thee. Wow. So, before I can worship in the Spirit, I must be walking with God. I must be walking in the Spirit because Romans 8, verse 9, talks about we are to walk in the Spirit. Galatians 5, 16 says, walk in the Spirit. And in verse 25 also. So, we have to wait upon the Lord. Then the flesh is crucified. By waiting, the flesh is crucified. And then when the flesh is crucified, the Holy Spirit begins to fill our hearts. And when He fills our hearts, we can worship. So, I love this. Precious Lamb of God. Lord, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your sweet presence now. And Lord, I pray you'll heal your people. In Jesus' name.
as they thank you and they worship you. And we worship you, Jesus. We bless your holy name, Lord. We magnify you, Lord. You are our God. We are your people. The work of your hands. And now, precious, blessed Holy Spirit, let your presence invade the lives of those who are listening and watching. Bring health and healing and strength to their bodies and life. Lord, I step into my office and I command sickness to leave. I command disease to go. In Jesus' holy and glorious name, will you pray? There's a lady getting healed with arthritis in your right arm. Your right arm is being healed of arthritis. Just receive your healing. I see a muscle disease being healed. Lord, I rebuke it in the mighty name of Jesus. Someone has glaucoma and the Lord is touching you. I rebuke that glaucoma in the name of the Lord Jesus. A lady, you've been to your doctor, he told you that you need hip surgery in the next few days. You sense heat. You just said to the Lord, Lord, let Benny mention me. And you began feeling heat on your hip. Your left hip, to be exact, is where the problem is. And by morning, it's going to be all fine. You need, you need to go back to your doctor, and he's going to tell you something that's totally changed. You don't even need the surgery. Lord, I thank you for that healing happening. Right now as I'm speaking, I give you praise, Lord, for your presence and touch. You, you're sensing deep heat, deep heat on that hip right now. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. There's a lady, uh, I see tremendous depression, confusion that has taken hold of your mind. Elvira, Elvira, Elvira is your name, I think. Elvira, yeah. You've had tremendous oppression, depression in your mind. Precious child of God, be free. Be free in the name of Jesus whom I serve from that oppressive spirit in Jesus' holy name. It's lifting, it's lifting, totally lifting. And a young lady, unable to keep food in your stomach, you keep throwing it up. The Lord's healing you. Lord, I give you praise. Yeah. You... In fact, the Lord's given me your name again. Sue, Suzanne is your name, like my wife's name, Suzanne. That's your name, too. That's your name, too. They often call you Susanna. And you've had troubles. And you've been thrown up out of your food. If the Lord is healing you, uh, and I cannot call every healing, send me an email now, please. Pastor Benny at BennyHin.org. PastorBenetBenetHim.org or just put it in the comments. Put it in, in the comments. I can see your comments. God is healing you. 
Let us know, please. Declare it so you can keep that healing also. And Lord, I bless your people. I pray this year of 2023 will be a great year for every one of them, everyone of us, Lord. That our families will come to know you. Salvation will come to our homes. We'll give you the praise. And God's people said, Amen and Amen. And can we pray before we go for the people of Iran and the Ukraine? Lord, bless, don't leave me now. Don't, 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 don't leave me. Lord, protect your people in, in Iran. Protect your people in Ukraine. Bless them, multiply them, increase them. Bless them mightily with your peace and joy and protection. Give you all the praise and the glory. Amen, amen. And Lord, bless your people also in Russia. Your people in Russia too. In Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. Bring peace, Lord. Bring peace to that part of the world. Bring peace to the people of Iran too, Lord, for your glory. And now I'm going to ask you to give to the Lord's work. If this has blessed you, if these dailies are blessing your life, it is our privilege to give to the Lord's work, to, to, to see His work continue, His word blessing people all throughout the world. And giving, you know, it's, it's God's blessed command to all of us. Giving is, is God's blessed word. And when we obey in this matter, we will see blessings on our finances, blessings on our children's finances, blessings on our jobs. Even if we lose our jobs, God gives us a better job when we give with a pure heart because we love him. See, that's how we prove our love to him. So I'm asking you again today to give to the Lord's work. And I told you a few days ago, we're going to start doing Zoom services here in this room. We tried, by the way, we tried in other studios, and often they don't have the equipment that they need to do these Zoom meetings. So I'm now having to do it here in my own uh, room here that I've turned into a studio. And dear Matt Yancey, who's sitting here, Matt, please come out so they can see you. He's the one building all this for us. He's the one who built this studio for us. This is him right there. This is Matt Yancey. Hello. Yeah, right, right there. And we've been talking, he, he and I, about finishing this area here and putting screens here and, and, and making it where I can do Zoom meetings with you. If I can talk to you, you can talk to me. And he's the, he's, he's, he's the man doing it and his company here in Orlando. So you want to say a few words to them about it? Ah, uh, yeah, it's going to be... Um I, I hope they, they, they can see you. Oh, I'm right. I'm oh, on that great. Okay. I'm, I moved to the bigger camera, the okay, wider shot so it. I could fit. Um, yeah, we're going to do um, basically make this almost where it's a complete circle of, of good, um, I guess, good-looking content. You know, a lot of times studios, only what you see looks good, and then sometimes over on the side, it's... Well, it doesn't look good on this side, so yeah. we're going to fix it up. But that's, we're going to fix it up so Pastor can walk around, so he can actually have you on the screens. He can lay hands physically on the screens where your faces will be, rather than here where it's just where there's a distance with the camera. There's a distance in what we can do now. Yeah, I'd love to. Will it start soon? Absolutely. So you're, you're, you're already working on getting the prices and the equipment. When do you see this beginning? I mean, realistically, I mean, uh, realistically, uh, as as soon as as soon as they want it to begin, we could start. So as soon as they start giving, basically. As soon as, soon as okay. they start. Well, you you gave me the answer. So as soon as we start seeing the income coming for it, we're going to start putting it and building it, so I can do these very special uh, Zoom 
healing ministry. You know, I just prayed for the sick. I really felt the anointing flowing. But wouldn't you love it if I can do whole healing meetings and then have someone sit here with, a, with an instrument and have like a soloist with me? We have enough space for that. And we, we already did it one time. We actually taped something. Bruce Hughes came and said it was beautiful, beautiful. And we began to worship and I was teaching. So let's do it for the Lord, please. So you can give today on the platform you're watching me on. And thank you for being my partner. I mean that. Thank you for being a wonderful family of mine. But you can give right now on the platform you're watching me on. You can give through our website, benahim.org, or give by, by text, BHM45777. And yes, it's, it's going to be a little expensive. But look, it's, it's going to last for years and years and years. So that seed you're going to give is going to produce a big harvest over and over and over for years to come. So let's do it together for the Lord Jesus, okay? Lord, bless them as they give. Bless them and their future and their children with salvation also, Lord, to our families. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. All right, much love to all of you. I'll see you tomorrow for another beautiful teaching.